So I'm going to say something. This is George Alvers at Studio View coming at you with your extra extra. Something like that. I guess we can do several. This is George Alvarez, Doctor of the Stars, Mencie Sans Frontier, with my main man Bruce Krentz at Studio B with a little extra extra. It's George Alvarez at Studio B with Bruce Krentz. I missed out the citizen interview, so I got my own extra extra solo time. Fuck you, fuckers! This is George Alvarez with an extra extra podcast. I want you to slow it down, put on some delicious music, grab your favorite lady, lay back, relax, and enjoy extra extra podcast it's a snow day <laughs> mint that was mint <laughs> Okay, this is a podcast extra, extra. So, Dr. George Alvarez here in Studio B. Love it. For the second time in three days? Yes. Two days? Yep. We're out at the lake. You're up in Thompson for a couple of days hanging out with your family, and you missed the podcast extra because you were doing open heart surgery. That's what you do. Yes. No, it's not. For all the <laughs> listeners out there, this is a running joke. He has no idea what I do for a living. He just uh, he knows I'm a doctor of that's, some kind. That's all I know. That's I, all you need to know. I think generally you fix sprained ankles. Yes. <laughs> so I had a sprained ankle emergency. I couldn't make the interview with the Thompson <laughs> Citizen. So you missed the podcast extra. So now we're doing an extra extra. My only concern with the extra extra is this is going to sting Steve just a little bit because he missed out on one of the pods. You missed one and now you're getting a little special love. That's right. Uh, I just want to shout out to Steve and Les. We have to make an effort to come out here and do a podcast at Studio B. It's spectacular. It's unbelievable. I forced myself to come out here again. It's so beautiful. And yes, it is kind of delicious that I get to have my own <laughs> extra <laughs> podcast. Because one of the questions you're going to ask me is what was my favorite podcast. And it's the one about the Olympics where Steve got the time wrong and listened to the <laughs> second half. So now I get my own podcast. It's fantastic. This is, <laughs> it's, it's a dirty trick. We're looking out over Pay Lake. It's 25 degrees outside. The sun's shining, glinting off the water. We're having a, a little cocktail. Yeah, a little ching ching right here. Ching. Unbelievable. You missed the extra and then you texted me or texted the group. I can't remember a few thoughts right away on just sort of some things that came to your mind. So why don't, why don't we jump in on, on a little bit of a look back, which is, it's kind of neat because normally it's me that listens to the podcast a number of times while I'm putting them together. And uh, I have a lot of these like, oh, I wish I had said, or oh, that's interesting, should have highlighted that a little more. You kind of got that experience a little bit. So um, what, were the, what were the four thoughts? Yeah, I, I, I listened to the cast on the airplane coming to Winnipeg before I headed up here and uh, yeah, I, I thought it was good. Most of this is to defend myself, less I definitely know what a podcast is, but you did show me some of your podcast uh, list. I thought it was... It, it was still a good shot. Even <laughs> it was, even it if was it wasn't good. true, it was a good shot. Yeah, he's it. still mad that I called him chubby on the last cast. <laughs> I think Steve really nailed it on the head that we were connected because of the connection. I thought that was funny, the way he doubled down on the connection. Uh, and I think uh, Ian got better throughout the interview. So uh, I was surprised how good it was. I think we were all a bit hesitant that we'd let somebody into our coveted four group and it ended up being a much better interview than I thought it was going to be and uh, now I get to do one one-on-one -on -one with you it's fantastic it was good and uh, we might have forgot to mention it but that's basically what we wanted to do is give you a chance to kind of just answer the same questions but not really you and I have a conversation because we're out here and uh, the first question that Ian asked was sort of just our bio how did you 
end up in Thompson? How did you end up in Calgary? What's your life story? What's your life story? Tell, tell us a story. Yeah, tell us a story. Well, you know, Les mentioned that he was the only person born in Thompson. I'm the only person not born in Canada, so I'm actually an immigrant. I was born in the Canary Islands, moved to Portugal, ended up in Winnipeg, Manitoba, where my mom met uh, Sammy, who we've referred to a couple of times. My dad, who is how we met, was at his funeral and the podcast was born. So that's kind of the whole story. I went from the Canary Islands to Thompson, Manitoba, and a lot of people wouldn't think that's a stroke of luck, but uh, I think it's pretty, I got pretty lucky growing up in this hometown. And then from Thompson, uh, first of all, let's, we, it's funny, we just talked about this today because I kind of forgot about it, but didn't. I came to watch you become a Canadian citizen. So you, you thought you were a Canadian citizen when we all first met, which wasn't even true. <laughs> yeah, no, this is a great story. So, you know, we used to talk about me being an immigrant and joking around and people but, were... But you didn't really think you were. No, no, yeah. I, I thought I was a Canadian citizen. And then my friends were joking around my mom one day saying, oh, you know, George is going to have to do, you know, obligatory military service in Portugal or Spain. It spooked my mom. One day my mom comes with all this paperwork and says, you're becoming a, Can a Canadian citizen next week. I go, what are you talking about? Am I not a Canadian citizen? She goes, no, you're a landed immigrant. And I'm terrified. <laughs> so I said, so I became a Canadian citizen in grade 12 and Bruce skipped school to be the person that stands up with me to become a Canadian citizen and my own family wasn't there because my mom was working my dad was working so you and I skipped school so I could become a Canadian citizen in grade 10 so it's actually kind of funny yeah I was I can't imagine my parents had a problem with me saying hey one of my best friends yeah. has to become a citizen we, we got to do this and do you think the Portuguese army could have honestly come and got you well all of my uncles did do obligatory military service but I think the landed immigrant status might have shielded me a little bit, but it actually terrified my mother. I mean, you've heard my mother speak up until recently. She's spoken very broken English. So I think when she heard people talking about military service, she was that literally is the story that pushed her to, for us to become Canadian citizens. I mean, she thought I was going to get hauled away. We graduated in Thompson and then your travels took you to Australia and to London, Ontario. What happened between grade 12 and today where you live in Calgary? Yeah, I went to um, school to to get into med school, got into med school. Yeah, I got evicted a couple of times, both times Steve was involved. Uh, headed to London, Ontario, do ICU, and then, you know, got married and moved to Australia, had a baby there, and then moved back to Calgary about 12 and a half years ago. Yeah, so that's sort of my roundabout way. And in there, you know, kept connected with you guys one way or another. So uh, I've moved around a bit. It's been good, and the, the pod has been a thing that connected us a lot. I mean, I know when you were in Australia, you and I kind of lost track of each other a little bit just because time and distance, and at that time, there wasn't a phone. We weren't keeping track of each other on yeah. Facebook or text or anything like that. So we talked about this a bit before and, and just elaborated on it, but uh, we're all a lot more connected now than we were before, and I think lots of it's because of the pod, right? We're, we're checking in every couple of weeks or every couple of days. Yeah, I mean, the reason why I came up to Thompson is actually full circle for my dad's funeral. So last summer, several months after my dad passed away, I took my kids and my mom to Portugal because my mom hadn't been back in so long. So the usual Thompson trip went away. We went to Portugal, unbelievable trip. And this year, my, my sister got the headstone finally done, and I coordinated my trip up here for the headstone. So the, the morning before I came out to hang out with you and my family... I put the headstone down. I actually sent the picture to all of you guys to say, this is Sammy's headstone. I put it down 20 minutes ago. So sp to specifically address, uh, you know, us being more connected. 
I'm texting and sending you pictures about stuff we talk about all the time. I stop at some some pictures I want to see, some I don't. Some you don't want to see. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of bathroom pictures. But uh, you know, I'm just thinking about you know talking. The last time you talked on a payphone, and I took a picture of uh, Devil's Lake, where there's a payphone with no payphone in it. I'm in Italy, and I think about something that we talk about, and I send you a text. So it is even between pods that I feel that I'm thinking about the pod and then things come up and I'm just like, oh, we talked about this. I'm thinking about you guys. So I probably text the snow day group more than anyone else now. I'm probably the the least connected of the four of us in between sort of high school and snowmageddon. But even Steve lived in Thompson for a while, which we kind of glazed over. So him and I saw each other a lot. We played volleyball together. Our kids were basically the same age. So we saw each other a lot. But you went off to Australia. I didn't see you too much. Less is in Toronto. <laughs> I live in Thompson. I, the little T.O., I don't yeah. go to the big T.O. Yeah. too much. So I thought sort of maybe this was a connection for me uh, with you guys more than it was between the other three of you. But I think it's been huge for all four of us to just get a little bit more connected. Yeah, I, I mean, you're a, a bit more isolated and hard to get to. So I can see why from your perspective, you feel we've come to you rather than the other way around. But yeah, I think we've all gone in very different directions. And one thing that you forgot I want to mention about staying connected and efforts before the podcast, I don't know if you remember this, but when you lived in Hamlet of Joehaven, I went on a European trip. And in every country that I went to, I sent you a postcard. And I remember sending you a postcard from Amsterdam where it was a buck naked lady doing the splits with the bush <laughs> yes. straight up in the air. And uh, I sent it to you guys and everybody reads the mail up north. And I remember you telling me, yeah, people thought, w where are you getting postcards of the full pussy shot up in the air? Do you remember that? You remember when I sent you that? So we have always made a little bit of an effort to stay together because of the Juniper Jaguar connection. But without a question, this podcast has cemented my desire and my effort to stay committed to stay connected, if that makes sense. No, that's a 100% great way to say it. Last little bit on the snowmageddon. I mean, that was probably the hardest weekend for you because, I mean, your father passed away and there was a crazy range of emotions and, and less, I think, summed it up pretty well saying it almost reads like a bad B movie. Four friends get stuck in the worst snowstorm ever. Uh, they get connected. They stay connected a little bit more. And so how does that weekend kind of feel to you? How do you look back on that? I mean, I think this is a nice silver lining likely that's come out of that. And then, I mean, the, the headstone that you guys put down now and we're here together again, it, it was beautiful. So uh, just a crazy emotional roller coaster for you, probably. Yeah, no, it was. But just like every bad thing that's happened in my life and, you know, Les and Steve know what I'm talking about. They've lost people, uh, close people in their lives. I know look back on those moments and it makes me smile. So I look back at my dad's passing and uh, I smile because of what's come out of it. Uh, that he, you know, he was suffering at the end. He's moved on. My family's moved on. We've moved closer together. I put his headstone down, you know, 72, 96 hours ago. I'm already talking about my mom going on the next European vacation with her or taking the Dominican in November. So I now, although at the moment it was sad, I look back on it. It just makes me smile. I'm warm all the time. So, yeah, I think it, uh, it, it has no one could have possibly predicted that coming up to Thompson would have led to this. And that's the magic of, you know, sort that's of life to be a bit cheesy that you never know. It's, uh, it's a cheesy story. So just, just yeah, keep, I think keep less, it going. Yeah, less, uh, less did it really well about a B movie. I like that the way he described it. I wish there was a little bit more romance in there. <laughs> 
Steve has always been in love with me this whole life. He's really gay. (laughs) Bruce, I I find out that uh, you're my half-brother. Like, we could have added a little bit of uh, suspense and espionage and humor in there. But yeah, it reads out pretty good. I think uh, it's testament and tantamount to the multicultural little small town that we grew up with and the cool things that come out of people that have known each other for four four decades. What's sort of your cycle? So... Uh, we record one one every two or three weeks. Uh, is it hard to fit in? Because I mean, you've got your kids. Sometimes you've got you've done a couple from work, like from your office at work. You didn't make the extra because of that. Uh, the one time we were late because you getting home from Zara's soccer practice just kind of didn't work out. So how's the podcast cycle? How does that fit into your life? Like, is it is it uh, is it work? Uh, no, not anymore. I think at the beginning when none of us thought we'd be doing, you know, seventeen podcasts <laughs> yeah, I, and an I extra. I thought we would do one. Yeah, and now we're doing the extra extra. Exclusive interview, Dr. George Alvarez, <laughs> full-time dad, part-time lover. Now it's, it's just, it's part Family of my life physician. now. Family physician. Yeah. Family it, physician. No, nope. still wrong. Nope. Got that wrong. It's, uh, it's something that we all look forward to. It's something that we make time for. It's now a thing that we do. So we m- make a big effort to try to do it. It's kind of like exercise. You just make it fit. No, that's a great way to say it. And we all have a little sort of podcast family, I think, that that helps us out in our own way. So we all have our own little supports. I know I lean on my sister a little bit. I got producer Mike that I see every day and we talk about the pod. Marnie listens to them, gives me some feedback, helps me out. Who's the people that are in your little podcast world or your 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 advisors, maybe, or whatever you want to call yeah. them? Yeah, I think uh, my girlfriend, Megan, she's a huge fan and she sends it out to her friends. I bounce it off my baby sister, Bonnie, to see what they think. And then most of the time, I actually talk to you guys on what you what you guys think about it. Because like Steve and Les said, I think we do this podcast and it doesn't matter if it's 10,000 or 100 people listening to it. We do it for a whole bunch of different reasons and it's super fun. So because I don't really know who's listening to it, because I don't have administrative rights and who how many people are listening to it, I just do it and I'm really interested to know what you guys think of it. If you guys think it's good and we're all smart and funny guys, I think it's going to be good. And I'm not sure if making a podcast for ourselves instead of for some sort of audience is a good idea, but that's a little bit sort of where, where we're at right now, right? We all like to, to hear it. Uh, I'll throw this one at you. What's kind of part of your favorite part of the pod? I like the, uh, lately I'm into, I mean, I love the content of it, but uh, I also like the little drops, the, the little things that, that get thrown in. But what's some of your favorite parts of the, like dissecting your down favorite parts of the pod? To tell you the truth, my favorite part is listening to your final edit because I think you're getting better and better at editing. And just as an aside, I'm standing here on a microphone with a computer and you were sort of showing me what you need to do to make the podcast final. It's even more impressive. That's a little, that's like to lesson to Steve. Uh, yeah, you have to come out here and see the effort it takes to do this. It's actually super fun. I can tell you're excited about doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, my favorite is the music that you plunk in. You know, you added, uh, you know, cartoons and music the last time. Um, South Park, uh, you know, ended <laughs> the last one, you know, which is hilarious. South Park's hilarious. So yeah, so my favorite part is for sure the check-in because that's how we reconnect uh, have a few laughs before we start recording and then just listening to the final edit because what I think we're going to talk about and sound like at the end of our conversation when we say goodbye versus what you produce and I listen at the end is quite different actually and so uh, I, I, those are my two favorite parts. I do like editing it down. I like that sort of like creative part of uh, 
of monkeying around with it and, and kind of getting it going. Favorite pod up to now. You sort of mentioned the Montreal one because you were ripping Steve. Uh, that one was the Olympics episode. That one was great. Is is that your all-time favorite? Or what What else? What are some of your other favorites? So it's hard to pick one because you love all your children the same, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I love some more than others. The ones that stay at the lake. <laughs> the ones the that ones stay that at the lake and don't go home with Tia Bonnie. Yeah, those ones. Yeah, I like the Olympic one because I thought it was a very interesting topic. Um and because I think Calgary's going to get the Olympics. And I think it's just hilarious that Steve missed the podcast. Uh, it's it's uh, it's an example of how crazy his life is. If the listeners haven't figured out how he runs at 100 miles an hour all the time or he falls over, he said that a couple of times, is that just that's how busy he is. It really is true. It's like he's running downhill at all times. Yeah, exactly. If his feet don't keep going, he will, he will fall on his face. Yeah, and he's like uh, windmilling his arms <laughs> so he doesn't fall down. So that that is funny because it, it was a solid example of how busy his life is. And I actually, at the end, like doing the Tragically Hip because I think we were all terrified about doing the hip because everybody... Um, I, would I, be talking about it and I, it ended up being really good. I'm glad you said that because I was I tried not to do that topic because I just didn't know I was scared of it. I honestly was and it turned out so good. So yeah, you're right. It would be like, oh, let's talk about Trump. No, let's talk about LeBron James and moving to Los Angeles. No, you know, let's take away from all those subjects. But we ended up picking a subject that we thought we shouldn't talk about and it was excellent. So I think those are and then, you know, just sentimental me. I liked our first one. Uh, you know, the original snow you know it's funny because it's it's so it's raw it's not very you know it's your editing has gotten better as we've gone along so i would say those are my favorites and probably this one will now become my favorite <laughs> <laughs> the, the latest one is always a favorite i'm glad you said that i can't even listen to the first one and that's the editor's curse i think i'm just i feel awful about it but it, when you listen to the con the content was good like we had something right off the hop for sure yeah and i i would uh i would challenge that we should do that one again no, no, I, I 100% agree. Even a couple years later, because now a snow day, we should probably do it right now because we're <laughs> we're sitting looking out on, you can't even imagine what this place would look like covered in six With feet of snow. No. And so now a snow day isn't such a big deal as when you guys, after being trapped for three days, it was a big deal. Like we were angry. Yeah, we were, yeah. <laughs> we were I was less angry. I was at home eating my mom's food, being able to, I mean, Les and Steve walked from their hotel to my mom's house to eat food because they couldn't get food at Safeway because it was closed. And luckily my mom always has food for 20 people. <laughs> so yeah, like it, it was, yeah, it was pretty special. You had to throw bourbon and beer to Marnie. You couldn't even get to our front door. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, <laughs> so I could. Like the a, drift. A two-arm toss. Yeah, yeah. She had to catch it. I had to swing it like a piece of wood. So here, it would be interesting to do that one in the middle of summer and see if we we still have that that kind of anger. Those for sure. Some of my favorites. My favorites always the latest one. We said that before. Uh, other podcasts you got ripped by less to say you didn't even know what a podcast was when we all pitched this idea in my living room that may not have been true but you weren't as big a podcast guy as you are now so what are some of your faves now or what what kind of podcast do you like yeah i, li I like shit town i like 30 i like waking up they, with sam harris this is a family show it's s town s town <laughs> yeah it's s town 30 for 30 you know sports you know we all like sports so I like listening to other people's perspectives even on sports I don't particularly uh, care about um, but I don't I don't have a lot of time in my life to sit down and listen to 30 or 45 minutes in a row so that's why my podcast listening and and you know why less is partly right I wasn't never been into podcasts because mu you know music and songs are three to four minutes long I can listen to a song and then move on 
but I've definitely got more into podcasts since we've been doing this and I've been found some interesting stuff. I'm interested in looking at your list to start listening to more podcasts on planes and stuff. Yeah. And I, I think really podcasts, it's, it's interesting because it's narrow casting, right? This, and I, I really feel like podcasting is still blowing up and I'm not saying this because, because we're in the mix, but people should listen to more, recommend us to your friends, like us on, on uh, iTunes. But, uh, it's such narrow casting that you can find things that now that you're really interested in, right? So it, it isn't sort of this big wide CBC is going to do some documentary in the middle of the day and maybe everybody will like it. Like if I like soccer, I could listen to soccer podcasts absolutely all day long. If I like financial news like Lester does, he showed me some of his pods. I just thought this means nothing to me. But it's interesting that you can find this little tiny slice of the world and still be interested in it. Yeah, that, I think that's a good point. It's like music. You, there's now every single song ever created you can find on Spotify or whatever music app you have. Podcasting has become like that. There is some dude, some person somewhere that is as deranged as you and wants to talk about some silly topic and uh, you can hear his or her view. So that is that is interesting. And I think we're a, a little bit of a slice of that, right? We're we're ni- graduated 1988. We talk a little bit about Guy Hansen. We talk a little bit about Thompson. We talk a little bit about kind of culture from the days that we were all together. And that's not interesting to everybody. I, I don't think my kids listen to every podcast. No, no. It's super interesting <laughs> to us. We all think we're hilarious. <laughs> For sure. And we've connected with, uh, I saw Katie Kirkwood yesterday in the Marina parking lot who said, hey, I listened to your podcast. It's cool. And it's because she knows the characters. And uh, she might not know the characters on who knows what, right? Some football podcast. So you, you find your audience. And, and I think we found a few people that like to listen to us, Marie Cameron, and uh, we're reaching out to those people. And now Rick McKenzie. I think Steve asked either last podcast or the one before, like, where is Rick? He should, uh, he should listen to this. I sent him the podcast when I was here a couple of days ago, and he listened to it, and he texted me right back. He says, it's excellent. I'm all follow the cast. <laughs> we we could use you. You'll uh, you'll be follower number thirteen. Third, yeah. <laughs> Lucky thirteen. Yeah. Uh, we're always scrambling for new topics, and that's this is this is one of the big sources of connection between us between pods is just trying to find what's the right thing, what's the right right topic. So, throw out some ideas. This is almost like a teaser, a little look into the future. But what are some future topics you think you'd like to look at, or or how do you think we should pick good topics? Because it's not easy. No, I agree. Outside of, I think we could do the first one again, just so that we could have fun with it. And we could do that as a anniversary, two years, three years, whatever. Depends how many we do. I like the idea. I like the here and the now um, versus when we were back in the day, because part of our shtick is being, you know, grumpy old men and that things have changed and our perspectives and our kids are at different stages in their life. So you know, Marnie and I were talking earlier about, you know, education and how education is viewed now. Her being an educator, I have a sister that's a teacher, us growing in the, in, in the system and how it moves kids along and how it's different in expectations. So I think education would be interesting because I think a lot of people would be interested in that. I completely want to do a summer time, just like what does Christmas mean to you? We did a cast on that. Sitting out here at your lake and the pictures that I text to you guys as a group it's just so unbelievable i think this would be a, just as good enough of a cast as christmas time for all the same reasons because i think people really connect um to places like paint lake because uh, it's a youth thing your summer is you remember it as a youth so those are two things that come to mind that i think is interesting 
I, th- and I, th- I think you just contradicted yourself in a strange way. So for, first of all, you said the, the here and the now topics, and I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. I think an easy crutch for us is to fall back on reminiscing about how great Juniper School was in 1984. Yeah. That's, that's, an e- that's an easy one. And yeah. everything was perfect in Thompson back then. There, was, there wasn't a single thing wrong with our community or right. our lives. Um, but I think some of our better topics have been uh, the Facebook one was good. The Olympics one was good. And we didn't talk about how great the Olympics were in 1984, we talked about the fact that there's massive corruption and the Olympic, like they're paying Calgary to have the Olympics instead of somebody bidding on them. So I think I think you're exactly right. But I also agree with you that I'd like to talk just about what does summer mean to you? And we we talked a little bit about this. What does how what does Les's summer look like in downtown Toronto versus my you summer? out here in the lake? Yeah, yeah. So it's different. So no, I I, I agree with it. But I like the kind of the here and now topics. But we have to find the ones that sort of incorporate our different places in the world and our different places in life right so yeah and maybe we do things that are a bit that are controversial uh, and I, none of us want to get into trouble to say things that are bad and you know we've said this lots of times we're not putting our neck out to get chopped off but i think we all live we're all well spoken enough that i think we can talk about controversial topics in an intelligent way and bring up some good points and maybe some you know purposefully inflammatory points to say that it's okay to talk about things because one of the things that um, I particularly don't like about our politically correct Canadian culture is that no one wants to say things that want to offend somebody else and it drives me insane. So we might have an opportunity now that we have a little bit of traction just to talk about stuff that people don't like talking about because they feel there will offend other people. I mean, you know, Mike does fuck all. I think he should come up with topics. <laughs> it's, it's it's true. We could we could use we could, more help from him. <laughs> he's. I know we pay him nothing, but we're certainly getting what uh, what we pay for. I think uh, people should throw at topics that might be interesting. How about you? What do you think we should tackle? No, I'm I'm with you, and it's an interesting evolution of the pod because when we first started, we purposely said we're not going to sort of talk about the topics of the day. We wanted to sort of state a more general stuff, but I think we're finding we like talking about the topics of the day, and I think those ones are interesting. But just I'll use Facebook as an example, right? That was a good, a great conversation. So uh, I'm with you 100. percent If anybody reach out to us on Twitter, Facebook, whatever, send us. Uh, phone one of us and uh, we could talk about one of those topics. Last one before we wrap this up, just other ideas for the pod. So the pod's been evolving. I mean, I never saw the when was the last time you segment coming. When we sat in my living room at Snowmageddon, we didn't see that coming, but I really enjoy doing that. I think it's cool. It's brought out some good stories and it's kind of interesting. So yes. if the pod has to keep growing when you're falling asleep at night, what do you see as a new segment, a new idea? What's the any new direction or do we just keep chugging along because we're doing great? Yeah, I've, I have this fantasy of reaching out to someone quasi-famous and uh, playing uh, the straight-up arrogant card. Say, you know, we're thinking about having someone famous on our podcast as our first guest, and it might be you. And I think it might be interesting to have someone that's funny or interesting or relevant and send them a link and say, hey, can you just listen? Like, we think this is a really good podcast. Do you want us to be our guest star? And I think we should, uh, you know, try to hit a home run, try to get somebody really cool on there because I think sometimes people aren't asked or people are afraid because we're Canadian and nice and politically correct. Um, Like, who did I tell you that I saw in uh, Rome when I was in Rome? I saw Ron McLean. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ron McLean was there. And my first instinct is, oh, he's on vacation. I better leave him alone. 
But I totally want to re- you know, re- meet that guy and take a picture of him and send it to you guys and go, oh my God, Canadian you know, Mr. Royalty. Hockey. This Canadian is royalty. Canadian royalty. We, we, I should totally take a picture of this guy. Then I could have reached out and said, hey, I took a picture with you at the Rome airport. I want you to be on our podcast and we're going to talk about nothing about hockey. We're going to talk about something completely different because I bet you that guy is unreal yeah. in any topic. Best, totally. He, he's top notch, right? He's just unbelievable interviewer, well, so well spoken. So I, I think we should think about who we're going to reach out to. Uh, and uh, so what? So what if we get 99 no's? We're going to get one of them will say yes. And it'll be super fun. I like that one. At one time, th- this isn't quite Ron McLeanville, but Lester seemed to think that he had a connection to Danny Greaves, lead singer of The Watchmen, which for all of us is that's that's more Canadian royalty, but it, he's probably a B-list celebrity. Sorry, Danny. but Absolutely. He he runs a bar in Toronto. Les, get off uh, your wallet and get out there, have a few drinks at his bar and pitch him the idea. <laughs> Spend a few nights at Motel Bar, Lester. I was there for a night that Danny Greaves still owes me 250 Yeah. He does. I bought two drinks. He said, I'll get you back on the next round. And then he forgot. And I thought, I don't mind you owing me $2.50. So the next time I see him, I'm going to, I'm going to have to remind him. uh, The only, I I mean, my future for the podcast, and it seems crazy to me is that we would start to bring in uh, some of the people that we talk about. So it'd be nice to get Kirk Feggie on the, the podcast, some of the other Juniper people, maybe some of our old teachers, but uh, there's very few other podcasts in the world that even have four people on them. And now to introduce a fifth person, would be kind of crazy it, it's just a lot it's a lot to manage um the only other segment that i've kind of kicked around and i've talked about it my sister listens to the pods uh in their raw form and gives me some advice on editing and stuff and she's talked about coming on and just critiquing them before we start so saying as you listen to this i've already heard it listen for these things and i think that would be kind of cool yeah yeah no yeah that is yeah uh, and, that and would outsi- be a good idea an outsider's perspective it's it's stolen a little bit from uh what's the guy's name dax shepherd um, he does a podcast where at the end his producer corrects all the lies that he said during the show. Yeah, I think uh, some more than others on our podcast uh, exaggerate, stretch, stretch, the Stre- truth. stress the truth. <laughs> and uh, I mean, that's part of our personalities. The story is funnier. It's more interesting when you add a little bit of hi- hyperbole. So that is kind of an interesting um, to, to have someone call us out. And maybe, maybe it's my sister every time. Maybe it's we call someone up and say, hey, can you listen to this? And, and what do you think? Right. We talked about you. We call Rick McKenzie and say, hey, Rick. Is any of this true? It, it, yeah, that's right. And then you could actually get them to record something and then drop it. So I yeah. say something like, you know, the sky is orange. And then somebody drops in like Steve Fry, the science guy, and goes, George, you're an idiot. The sky is blue. <laughs> As an immediate example, it's actually Steve Nye, the science guy, not Fry. <laughs> that would be funny. Uh, that air, all bullshit that we throw out, uh, just as a as a point, and just to take the piss out of each other, we get some local guy or some guy we know just say that's a lie. So somebody gets to call to call us out. Maybe even we each do it each pod. Yeah, and listen yeah. and call each other out. That wouldn't be too bad. Either. Yeah, that would be funny that too. Would be kind of cool. Uh, podcast extra extra. You got way more airtime than any of us did in the extra. <laughs> so. I know. So, so somehow you won. Uh, any last thoughts on the extra extra or just the pod overall? I mean, like like you say, for me, it's been an amazing journey learning how to put something together like this because I'm interested in this kind of stuff. And, and it really feels good to put out what I think is a semi-professional product. And I, I really think we stumbled onto something great with the four of us because we are, to pat ourselves on the back, I think some pretty well-spoken guys and we, we have uh, pretty varied lifestyles now, but still that whole connection that we can draw on. So it's been... It's been a, it's been a year. Maybe we're committed. Maybe this thing's really gonna it's gonna happen. We're gonna stick with it. I'm I'm dropping my job. I'm quitting healthcare. 
<laughs> this is my full full time gig. That's I, need, it. I needed to pay cash checks. <laughs> George isn't going to be a pediatric doctor anymore. I'm out. It's over. <laughs> All right, that's it, Georgie. We got uh, lots more fun to do here at Studio B. So podcast extra extra. I love Thanks it. Thanks for dropping in. Let's have some more drinks. Right. Love you, Thanks, buddy. We're my Bye. best friends, two chicken friends. We've always been together. We're four of a kind, having fun all day. Piling around and laughing away. Just best friends. Best friends are we. I love you guys.